Gaano nga ba kaligtas yung mga kalsada natin sa Pilipinas? Recently, ang dami nating nababalita ang mga road crashes and unfortunate incidents sa kalsada. At hindi lang mga cyclists ang involved sa mga incidenteng to. Meron ding mga pedestrians, mga bystanders, at maski mga nasa loob ng sasakyan. This year, mula May 15 to 21, ino-observe ng buong mundo ang Global Road Safety Week initiated by the United Nations. The world is observing it for seven years at ngayong taon, sustainable transport ang focus. Kamusta tayo, Pilipinas? Nakaka-keep up ba tayo? This is Lester Baviera and you are listening to Tambay Session, an anima podcast. Makakakwentuhan ko ngayon ng isang mobility and cycling advocate na very passionate sa kanyang advocacy in making our roads safe for everyone. Kasama natin ngayon si Tina Batalya from Make It Safer Movement and Move Us One Coalition. Hi Tina, welcome back to Tambike Session. Thank you for having me again. Hi Lester. Ayan, second time na dito ni Tina sa podcast na to and it's great to have you here at marami kang insights, I'm pretty sure. So, kamusta ka? Have you ever felt safe recently traveling around Metro Manila? Oh God, no. <laughs> no talaga? Okay. Can you explain why? <laughs> Alam mo, Lester, ever since I started riding my bike, you know, cycling as transport in around 2020, um, I've always found joy in riding my bike, especially bilang babae. Kasi it gave me a lot of freedom uh, to move around and, you know, really discover uh, my home, the city that I live in, Metro Manila. But not gonna lie, as much as there have been a lot of benefits, it has made me fear for my life now more than ever. It's made me angrier. It some more often than not, uh, on some bad days, talagang it takes a toll on my mental health. And I know that I don't even have it worse. You know, other people who really ride long distances around the city um, go home to unsafe roads and unsafe homes have it much worse than I do. Yeah, tama ka naman. Cycling brings joy talaga. And at the same time, it can bring stress as well and fear, especially sa mga buhay natin. Ako naman, recently, grabe, sobrang daming, ano, daming, siguro dahil madami na yung sasakyan on the road, yung madami ng hazards on the road, madami ng bike lanes na nawawala at dinidisregard. Ako din eh, I felt a little bit unsafe compared nung nagbabike ako nung uh, early months of the pandemic. Recently, kanina lang eh, merong, merong sasakyan na sobrang close sa akin. Gusto niya akong dikitan at muntik na akong sumempa lang while I'm traversing the roads here sa, ano, sa Metro Manila. Alam mo, Tina, we've heard so many horror stories on the road, especially especially recently. Tapos hindi lang involved dito yung mga siklista. Uh, andyan yung aksidente sa laon yun, yung aksidente sa... Well, I don't want to call it accident. Yung road crash sa laon yun, yung road crash sa uh, Commonwealth, and so on and so forth. And it's very timely that now is Global Road Safety Week. For you, bakit importante to promote road safety in the Philippines? Marami nang... Marami ng taon na merong nagkakampanya for road safety. At hindi ito biro kasi talagang 
crisis na siya. So we're not just facing a transportation crisis. We're also facing a public health crisis with the number of people who are dying due to this. Um, I have to verify my data, but as far as I know, it is among the top five leading causes of death. Um, and here in, uh, according to the Global Road Safety Facility, no, 77% of road crash fatalities and injuries are among the economically productive age groups. So between 15 to 64 years old, ang mga namamatay. And an average of around 34 to 38 people die. Grabe. You know, get badly injured every day due to these road crashes. And, you know, it's really important that we recognize the language. Hindi ito laging aksidente. Crash oh, correct. Ang tinawag natin aksidente o disgrasya, parang sinasabi din natin na wala tayong magagawa, na, na it couldn't be preventable. But we know from, you know, from research, from, from lessons learned in our, in our history and urban development, these deaths could be prevented if only we have good human-centric design and the systems approach to how we, you know, um, design our cities and our roads. Yeah, and at the same time, well, uh, in the stories that we've, we've read, we've seen, yung mga road crashes dito sa uh, kalsada natin, ang mga involved dito ay mga motorista, mga sasakyan, those people na merong lisensya. And kaya hindi natin siya kailangan tawagin or hindi natin siya tinatawag na aksidente dahil itong mga to, meron silang lisensya na dapat responsable sila kapag may hawak silang manibela dahil meron silang uh, sasakyan na pwedeng pumatay at maka, you know, maka makapanakit ng mga tao at siyempre di ba uh, dapat alam nila kung paano uh, maging responsable sa ating mga kalsada ako naman personally uh, importante sa akin yung pag-promote ng road safety in the Philippines kasi dati to be I, I have to admit before medyo wala akong ganong feelings about it na parang ah okay merong namatay ah okay uh, there's another you know incident Pero nung ako na yung nasa kalsada, nung ako na yung vulnerable user on the road, dun ko na-realize na, well, nagsimula siya parang, parang very selfish yung dating, no? Na, oh my God, parang pwedeng ako to, ha? Pwedeng ako yung susunod na biktima. And then, I did first bike ride. Tapos gumawa ako ng mga stories about, uh, you know, itong mga road crashes na to, mga siklistang namatay. And sobrang nakaka-ines na bakit to nangyayari. At kung makikita mo, very ridiculous yung dahilan kung bakit nawawala yung mga buhay ng mga tao. Halimbawa, sa Pateros, merong namatay nung February 2022 dahil sa isang drunk driver galing sa isang Christmas party. Dahil sa isang party during the holiday season. So, alam mo yun, parang sayang yung buhay ng isang tao. Halimbawa, meron din sa Mall of Asia, uh, dalawang Actually, ano eh, siklista, pero bystanders sila during the time. Uh, nakatambay lang sila sa uh, sidewalk pagkatapos silang mag-ensayo, sa, mag-lapse dun sa Mall of Asia. Tapos nabangga sila at na, na, napatay ng isang driver na walang lisensya at lasing din. Alam mo yun, sobrang nakakainis. 
sobrang nakakagalit. Kaya parang para sa akin, ang daming, uh, parang gusto kong i-promote at the same time, gusto kong malaman ng mga tao na dapat maging responsable sila at maging safe yung kalsada natin dahil ayoko nang merong malamang balita na merong buhay na nawala dahil sa recklessness ng ibang tao. And tama ka, Tina, yung design talaga ng kalsada, very ano siya uh, it really helps, you know, uh, minimize this incidents. Uh, di ba galing ang Melbourne recently? Ano yun, no? Parang sa tingin mo, malaki yung pagkakaiba ng disenyo ng kalsada natin sa kalsada nila. Maraming similarities in some areas at marami, meron ding differences. But I made it a point to observe ano ba yung difference sa kalsada, lalo na sa mga residential and school zones. Kasi napansin ko na meron talagang specific na disenyo para mas mapa, mapakalma yung mga driver. Um, it uh, There are not only physical barriers, there are also signs um, and also visuals that really nudge yung behavior ng drivers to slow down. Kasi ironically, kung napapansin mo sa Pilipinas, gets naman ng mga tao na kung merong lugar na unsafe, na, naka, na dangerous. Pero, yung nilalagay lang ng mga <laughs> ahensya ay mga signages. So, the all they say is, bawal tumawid, nakamamatay dito. O, may namatay na dito, mga ganun. Slow down, accident prone area. So, parang hanggang salita lang. At bakit eh, tao ang mag-adjust, di ba? O, di ba? Parang, kailan ba naging effective yung sign lang? Di ba? Mm-hmm. And, and even paint. Paint in itself is is not protection, especially for us cyclists. I, I want to share nga eh, There's this framework called the safe system approach that I learned from Alisa Belda. So, siya yung ano, um, one of the lead co-organizers ko sa mismo. And there's such thing as the safe system approach. And the goal is not just to minimize injuries and deaths, but to actually get to zero. Vision mm. zero is the goal. Tama, and safe wala. systems. Zero talaga. We have to imagine a world where nobody, absolutely nobody has to die from vehicle crashes. <laughs> and share ko, ah, ito, yung, ito yung mga principles niya. So, one, in the safe system principle, we ac- we agree that death or serious injury injury is unacceptable. Two, humans make mistakes. Three, humans are vulnerable. Fourth, responsibility is shared. Fifth, safety is proactive. And sixth, redundancy is crucial. So it's all about making sure that well, human life, every human life, and all modes of transport are valued on the road. At meron tayong shared responsibility to ensure na walang vulnerable sa kalsada. At uh, unfortunately, no, sa mga, sa transport systems natin, and even in, uh, you know, barangay level roads, hindi pa ganun ka, hindi ganun yung lens <laughs> and yung way of thinking natin. Um, and uh, really, a lot has to be changed in the way we we think about our streets and how we design our cities. It's a long way to go, but I think we can get there. 
Tama. Ang ganda nun, no? dapat walang vulnerable sa kalsada. Well, paminsan-minsan, ma- masaya, maganda rin naman maging vulnerable, di ba? Pero sa kalsada, X yan. Zero Uy. tayo dapat dyan. <laughs> Tama. Actually, ano nga eh, we should have an approach na everything we do, everything we, we design, we should have the most vulnerable in mind. Um, maganda yung binanggit mo kanina na it starts with an almost selfish thing na with the thought, this could have been me. Diba? It could have been me who got hit on the road today. It could have been me who died. Um, important yun, yung value for empathy. Kasi it really helps you think and question, especially kung may privilege ka. And if you're in a position of power, where in your decisions will shape or affect many lives. <laughs> yeah. Tapos parang mas maapektuhan ka din kapag may kakilala ka na, alam mo yun, na napunta sa gantong sitwasyon na very unfortunate, na bangga, or, you know, nasagi, na pinahan. Ikaw ba, Tina, as a cyclist, have you experienced being unsafe on the road? Uh, you know, getting hit by a vehicle, so memplang dahil sa obstruction, or meron ka bang anyone close to you, or nakarinig ka na ba ng stories, kanyan, ng mga, you know, about road crashes, or any unfortunate incidents? Siyempre sa atin, mara- marami na tayong kilala. <laughs> At hindi ako proud sabihin yun. Um, so, recently, one of the The students who who got killed in La Union, so they were just walking on um, a national road in so San Juan. He was the one who got killed. Um, kapit bahay ko siya, a childhood friend. He was only 19. Um, he's called Aldrick, but his name we call him A3. That's his nickname. And it really came as a shock. Alam mo, nung una kong nakita yung article, admittedly, no, I was saddened. Pero medyo pinalampas ng utak ko kasi anonymous yung sa headline eh. But when I was scrolling through my Facebook, I saw my neighbor, si yung older sister, post na namatay yung kapatid niya na kapitbahay ko. Gulat na gulat ako. Parang ha, ano ba yung nangyari? I scrolled down to her post. She links the exact article that I scrolled past. At siya pala yun. To think, no, they were just walking. They were sa side road ng laon yun. Yeah, yeah, sa shoulder. Diba? Yeah. And, and talagang na, naapektohan ako nun kasi kilala ko na yung tao. At hindi lang yun. Small world niya eh. Isa sa mga na-injure, uh, nakabarkada pala nung ni, ni A3, na kapatid ng... Yeah, isa sa mga uh, member ng bike community, di ba? And honestly, yun nga, it's getting closer and closer to home. Na sarili nating mga kaibigan, mga kapitbahay, kakilala, yun naapektuhan. Kaya sobrang important na meron tayong sense of empathy at hindi tayo nasasanay sa ganitong klaseng, ganitong klaseng balita hindi natin pwedeng tanggapin yun. Kasi balang araw, tayo rin. Tayo, mangyayari din sa atin yun. At gugustuhin ba natin makalimutan yung nangyari sa atin? Dahil tinanggap na lang ng iba. Yeah, sobrang nakakalungkot. Alam mo, Tina, 
uh, I've been writing stories about road crashes. Medyo nasasad ako na, you know, after a few years, biglang nakakalimutan na nga ng mga tao. Kaya, at nakaka, ano, nakaka-frustrate na every time I write about these stories, like as a throwback or as a reminder, parang dun lang naaalala ng mga tao na, ay, nangyari pala to. Ah, uh, uh, meron palang, well, it's good na, you know, we remember at least once a year, pero nakaka-frustrate na hanggang remembering na lang ba tayo, bakit hindi natin ayusin na sana wala nang mangyari ulit na ganitong insidente. Nalala ko tuloy itong ano, uh, there's this one uh, recent news na sobrang naapektuhan ako. Nalala ko to na, kasi nasa ano kami nito eh, nasa Magdamag Market Cafe, kasama ko si kaibigan nating si Ira Cruz. So, nagkikwentuhan kami, ganyan, the scroll-scroll ako sa social media. Tapos, ano, nabasa ko yung kwento about this traffic enforcer mm. na, na nagligtas ng siklista dahil sa may sa may Cloverleaf sa uh, Quezon City. Tapos, biglang siyang nabangga while protecting cyclists and pedestrian na tumatawid. Nabangga siya ng uh, truck, sasakyan. Tapos parang sabi ni Iroh, yun mangyayari sa'yo. Kasi parang natitiri-eyed na ako nun eh. Sabi ko, ay rebasayan mo tong balita na to. Sobrang affected ako kasi isipin mo ha, hindi siya siklista, pero at the same time, parang uh, the traffic enforcer, si Mr. Jeffrey Antolin, pinoprotektahan niya tayo. Tapos parang ako, bakit ganun? Bakit may kailangang mamatay? Alam mo yun? Protecting other people. Na dapat safe sila. Kasi pedestrian lane yun eh. Na dapat humihindu talaga yung mga sasakyan. Ano bang problema? Ano bang meron sa atin? And then that's when I realized na said, ano talaga, uh, ang lala kung paano dinidesenyo yung mga yung kalsada natin. That road kasi, malapit yun sa bayan ng pinsan ko. Hirap talaga tumawid doon. Ang hirap tumawid. Even before nung ginawa yung skyway, uh, buwis-buhay talaga yung pag-cross from one side to another. And sobrang hirap. Kaya parang naisip ko, ano, hanggang dito na lang ba tayo? Hanggang ganito na lang ba tayo? Tapos parang hindi lang yun eh. May mga minor things pa. Like, uh, ako naman personal experience ko, alam mo yun, uh, there was this time, uh, one month akong, one month na parang baldado yung kamay ko, yung left hand ko, kasi uh, na-shoot yung road bike ko sa isang drainage na bago pa lang ako nito eh, bago ang siklista pa lang ako eh. And hanggang ngayon, uh, sa may Pinoval to, sa may malapit sa USD, na-shoot. Tapos parang nag-ano ako, nag-180 degree turn yung bisikleta. Yeah, yeah. Tapos natukod ko naman yung kamay ko. Pero as in, medyo baldado yung left hand ko nun. Or, na, sorry, right hand ko, baldado. Tapos parang ngayon, pag dumadaan ako dun, ganun pa din yung ano yung drainage. So, madami pa ding pwedeng lumusot doon. So, ako parang, ano na to? Ano na nangyayari, Pilipinas? Ano nangyayari, Sampaloc, Manila? So, it's very sad. Kaya, nakakatuwa na daming advocates na na pinupush pa rin na, alam mo yun, na, nakikipag-sumusulat, nakikipag-usap. And, to be fair, marami namang mga LGUs na umaaksyon sa mga uh, mga uh, reactions and mga, you know, uh, reklamo ng mga ng mga tao. Ikaw, any more uh, stories to share na mga incidenting ganyan? Um, honestly, ano eh, parang grateful nga ako sa community na tuloy-tuloy yung pag-speak up natin sa ganitong klase ng mga incidents. Um, tawag dito, 
uh, everyday, unfortunately, meron tayong kaibigan na either, yun nga, muntik na masagasaan, na close pass, or talagang lamangga. Diba? At sobrang big blow yun sa moral. Hindi lang nung tao, pero sa, sa ating mga communities and friendships. But, you know, I still do not give up hope. Kasi nga yung sinabi mo na hindi pwedeng kayaan lang natin na manatiling ganun. Um, one of the visions and next steps that we have in mind in nga dito sa Make It Safer movement is to figure out how we can better organize yung emerging community of advocates yung mas mas strengthen and connect pa natin yung yung mga geographically near each other kasi so alam mo sobrang dami nating energy lalo na online and i think it's high time that we work again towards re-steering those energies into um very productive like, civic action such as you know filing formal complaints uh re- reporting violations engaging um, local governments from barangay to even municipal and city level government, you know, showing them uh, evidence of why our roads need to be transformed and also what kinds of design and design policy and budget changes that can be made uh, and implemented very easily para hindi na nauulit yung ganong klaseng uh, crashes. Important talaga, Lester, na mas pinapalakas natin yung yung boses natin, binabahagi natin yung mga kwentong ito, hindi lang randomly online to friends, kailangan naririnig din to ng mga government officials natin. Marami kasi sa kanila nakakalimutan na nangyayari to. Tulad natin, or iba sa atin, nasanay na lang din sila. And hindi kasi sila everyday commuters, Kar- karamihan sa kanila hindi everyday commuters, hindi siklista, pero mga car riders. Kaya hindi nila nararamdaman yung, yung empathy na pinag-usapan natin kailangan. So tayo, meron tayong boses, meron tayong kwento at karanasan at kapangyarihan na ano, pwede ibahagi para mabago. <laughs> mabago at maipababa yung numero na sinare ko kanina na 34 to 38 average. That has to be zero. Alam mo, Tita, nakaka-inspire nga yung community, yung movement, like what you said. Uh... I've shared this with you, even with sa mga iba nating kaibigan, na uh, ako personally, nawawalan na ako ng motivation. Sa, there, were, there are times na nawawalan na ako ng motivation sa advocacy kasi nga parang walang nangyayari. Parang ano na to, laba, uh, ingay-ingay na lang sa social media, pero parang wala na mga action. And then, make it safer movement happen. Tapos parang, oh, mas lala ko na-inspire. Ano yan? Uh, na parang, okay, sige, balik tayo sa advocacy kasi mukhang may patutunguhan tayo and this community is really something na very inspiring na, alam mo yun, na magpatuloy sa pakikipaglaban. So, ayun, very, very, I just like to take this opportunity to thank the people na, alam mo yun, na parang nag-ano, nag-spark ulit ng, ano, ng, <laughs> ng, ng fire sa puso ko na mag-advocate. <laughs> Ayun. Marami ka namang source of inspiration, Lester. Yes, totoo okay. yan. Madami akong source of inspiration. Para ipagpatuloy <laughs> ang paikipaglaban for safer roads. 
Dina, ikaw, for you, how safe is it to bike in the Philippines? <laughs> Change topic tayo. <laughs> Nakakainis ka! May sasabihin pa ako kanina eh. Pero sige, just, ikaw naman yung host dito. <laughs> sige, pero kung um, gusto kong sabihin, go lang, continue. Hindi, shout out syempre sa mga senior organizers ng Move As One Coalition. <laughs> Nagsimula ng mga ito. <laughs> shout out sa inyo. Anyway, Ayan, go. Siguro on a scale of 1 to 5, pero mga 2. 2 grams. Okay, 2. Sige, go. Bakit 2? May share na naman akong um, framework sa'yo. Yung... Sa ating mga listeners, dis- yes. Oo. The design principles for bike lane. So, the NACTO Urban Bikeway Design Guide. Uh, Shinare na to ni, ano eh, ni Anton, um, sometime online. Even si... Eli. Go Anton um, and Eli. Shout out sa inyo. Kung nakikinig man kayo ngayon. <laughs> si Tina Batalya pala, isa sa mga lead organizers ng Make It Safer Movement at uh, isa ring active member ng Move Us One Coalition na very aktibong nakikipag-usap sa mga government officials na tas mga gumagawa sila ng mga uh, nag-organize sila ng movement para ligtas ang ating mga kalsada para sa mga commuters, para sa mga uh, transport workers. Ayun, ano tinang i-share mo? So, meron tayong design principles for good bicycle infrastructure. Um, and it comes from CRO, C R O W. So we have, first is we have cohesion, connecting origins and destinations, meaning you can cycle from anywhere to anywhere. Directness, creating short and fast routes, making sure you minimize detours. So kapag ano ang ang network no bike lane network ay direkta. Um, hindi mo kailangang maghanap ng mga back road, side road just to make sure you're safe. Tama. Da- oh, ayaw natin na back road lang tayo. <laughs> Gusto natin maging main road. So, safe, third is safety. Um, in the design, you make sure to segregate or avoid uh, different uh, transport modes that are varying in speed and mass. And we need to create homogeneous traffic flows. Um, fourth is comfort. So, as much as possible, there are minimal stops or, nuance, or, or nuisances. Kailangan maging komportable <laughs> ang experience ng pagbike. And finally, attractiveness. So, cycle paths have to be, as much as possible, green, open, well-maintained, and ito, quiet. Parang walang Imagine. ganyan sa Pilipinas. Sa mga pinagsasabi mo, <laughs> parang hindi tayo nag-qualify. <laughs> Imagine city streets that are quiet. I know, I know. Walang bubusina <laughs> sa'yo. Oo. So, you know, based on principles of cohesion, directness, safety, comfort, and attractiveness, in fact, maybe I would even lower down our rating to 1.5. <laughs> Ito ko yung may pag-downgrade. Hindi. <laughs> Pero naniniwala ako, no? Kasi meron namang pro- projects ang ating Department of Transportation um, and, and other local governments that are in the pipeline to improve the bike lane networks in major roads across the country. Um, take note, no? Nagsimula lang talaga ang ganitong mga proyekto. Major infrastructure projects around 2020, 2021. And it's only 
So, if we continue this momentum, yes, um, tama. we continue the advocacy, I am sure our active transport infrastructure will improve. Mm. It really takes patience and time and community effort mm-hmm. um, to really get our bike our bike lanes up to standard. Yes. Um, yeah, and and ano naman eh, makikita natin sa sa data sa trajectory ng ng for one the market for bicycles it's booming. It like we don't see it going down anytime soon. Marami pang mga Pilipino ang mabubudol sa bicycle. <laughs> Tama. Yun ang goal natin dito, mambudol ng mga tao. And hindi na sa sinabi mo, alam mo, may pag-asa. Ano? Merong pag-asa ang Pilipinas. Like what you said, kailan lang no, 2021, two years na ngayon, ang daming nangyari, ang daming development. So, sana magpatuloy, di ba? Sana walang tinatanggal na bike lane. Sana walang nininipisan na bike lane, di ba? From 3 meters to 1.5, ganyan. Di ba? Sana. Yun, yun talaga yung kailangan natin ipaglaban. Alam mo, Lester, meron tayong budget eh. Malaki ang billions. <laughs> ang budget for active transport. Meraming projects in the pipeline. We just have to make sure these are implemented well. Kaya important, no? Hindi lang boses ko, hindi lang yung work ng mga nasa coalition and government ang mahalaga. Kailangan patuloy na nagre-reklamo. Tama, mga <laughs> At reklamador. At dapat pabahagi ng kwento yung mga mm-hmm. even ordinary citizens kasi at the end of the day, para sa atin to. At dapat malaman ng madaming tao alam mo, Tina, you know, the focus this year ay ng ano, ng United Nations Global Road Safety Week ay focused sa sustainable transport. So, ikaw, what are your thoughts, wishes, or what do you want to say to people, institutions na mayroong power to make our road safer for active transport users? Mga, ano, mga nasa gobyerno, mga may kapagyarihan, mga private entities na kayang baguhin ang disenyo ng ating mga kalsada. Sa lahat na may kapangyarihan na magdesisyon para sa bayan, every time you sign a paper, approve a project, or a program, especially for the city, think of yourself as someone who belongs to one of the most vulnerable sectors in our society. Think of yourself as physically disabled person, even other forms of disability. Sipin mo pilay ka, bingi, bulag, pipe, or isipin mo matanda ka na, uugod-ugod, a wheelchair. Isipin mo buntis ka, o bata ka, na hindi pa edukado, hindi nakakabasa, hindi marunong mag-ingles. O isipin mo babae ka na lagi tinititigan ng mga lalaki, pinapanood kung anong suot mo. Ito yung mga klase, mga grupo, sektor, sa lipunan natin na madalas hindi pinapansin 
hindi lang sa transport and mobility, but in all other kinds of you know important advocacies, even in even in labor, <laughs> in in health, everywhere. So I urge everyone to always put yourself in the shoes of someone who isn't as healthy as you, who isn't as educated, isn't as strong. Remember that it's not their fault that they live the way they do. We all have collective responsibility towards those who are most unnoticed, who are shunned, and treated the lowest in our society. Because one day, one day that could be us, and that could be you, and you'll realize that all this time, you've been left in the dark. <laughs> you'll feel that no one has cared about you. And when that day comes, you'll realize we should have been fighting for you all along. Yun, tama. Ganda, 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 ganda. Ganda, Miss Tina Batalia. Sana maano, sana talaga makinig sila. Sana magkaroon talaga ng empathy yung mga taong may kapangyarihan. Kasi ano eh, alam naman natin na kaya nila eh. Pero paano yung ibang tao? Paano yung, tama ka, paano yung mga buntis? Paano yung mga nanay? Paano yung mga uh, may kapansanan? ba diba? Ano? Bata. Bata. Paano yung mga bata? Diba? Uh, sana makinig. Ako naman yun yung ano ko, yun yung message ko sa nila. Sa kanila. Sana makinig. Kasi, hindi man sila nagko-commute, pero yung mga boses ng mga taong nagre-reklamo, yung mga boses ng mga uh, taong nagsasabi ng kanilang mga hinaing, sila talaga yung nakaka-experience nito. At sana makinig. Kasi kung hindi man, kung ayaw man nila ma-experience yung pag-pamimisikleta pag, or pag-commute, paglalakad, Sana makinig sila dun sa mga taong gumagamit ng kalsada na ito yung experience namin, ito yung nangyayari dito. At sana ayusin nyo kasi kaya kayo nandyan sa posisyon na yan ay para ayusin, hindi para magsiting pretty, hindi para magkaroon ng sarili nyong credentials, hindi para you know, mag-photo op, kundi para ayusin yung mga buhay namin uh, ng mga taong dapat pinagsisilbihan ninyo. At, At maintindihan na pag inayos nila yun, Gagigigin-hawa din yung buhay nila. Pare-pareho lang naman tayong dumadaan sa kalsade. <laughs> tama. Tama yan. Tama. Pare-pareho naman tayong... At syempre, ayaw, natin mar- ma- ayaw na natin mabalitaan yung mga taong namamatay, taong na-aksidente, at taong, alam mo yun, uh, na- nasisira ang buhay dahil sa mga uh, pangit na infrastruktura at pangit na kalsada na mo nakakalungkot man. Uh, at nakakagalit. Sa totoo lang, nakakagalit. Malaman yung mga unfortunate incidents na to sa ating mga kalsada. Pero at the end of the day, may iwasan yan. If our roads are designed to be safe, lalo na for the vulnerable road users. Kaya, let's keep our governments, individuals, and other institutions na may power to change na going safe yung mga kalsada natin, lalo na for sustainable transport. And Tina, ang ganda ng mga insights mo, as always. So, maraming maraming salamat for joining me dito sa ating episode. Dapat may iba pa kaming kasama, pero hindi sila nakarating. Oh, <laughs> so, kaya, nag- uh, kaya nagkwentuhan, 
Sana naman walang nangyaring masama sa kanila, di ba? Pero, uh, ayun. Again, Tina, maraming maraming salamat for joining me dito sa episode na to. At tamang-tama, nagsiselebrate tayo ngayon ng ano, ng Global Road Safety Week. At sana, no, may, may patunguhan yung mga reklamo, yung mga pinagalaban nating lahat. Again, Tina, and to our listeners, maraming maraming salamat for joining us. Sa ating mga listeners, magkwentuhan ulit tayo sa susunod na episode ng Tambike Session.